another day, another week here on this podcast, and y'all, I am glad about it. There's a little noise in the background with my water, I think the washer's going, but y'all just bear with me. (laughs) Don't get too distracted. All right, this is almost, we got one more week of of being heaven-minded. I hope that what God has given me is encouraging you and, and uplifting you. And I, I'm just thankful for being a willing vessel and honored that God uses me. Hello, welcome to season four of being touched by mercy and living on grace podcast. 
I am your host, Patrice Butts. And one more Thursday, I am by myself. But y'all keep praying for that co-host, Mr. Dwayne Butts. Keep him in your prayers. Keep him in your prayers. He'll be back soon. Uh, before I get started, I got to I got to share Jesus with those who do not know him. You are invited. The door is always open. Jesus has extended the invitation to each and every one of you. You have been invited to spend this life and your life after with him. All you have to do is open up your mouth and heart so he can save you, mold you into a new creation. Will you accept the invitation? Will you say yes today? Yes to what? Yes to the to accepting him as your Lord and Savior, believing that he died on the cross for your sins and mine, believe that he rose on that third Sunday morning with all power in his hands, and that you confess with your mouth that you are a sinner in need of God's saving and amazing grace. Will you say yes today? Amen, amen. And if you did, heaven is rejoicing. And I'm excited what God is about to do in your life. You know, last week we talked about the words of Jesus when he spoke to Nicodemus about being born again, not only of water and fire, being baptized. And he made that assurance that if we took on his life, that we could be assured that we will have an eternal resting place. And he was he was, then he talked to the the disciples, reassuring them that he was the way, the truth, and the life. And the only way to get to God, the only way to get to heaven, to that eternal place of joy and peace, is to choose Jesus. The choice is a decision that we all have to make individually. So I hope that heaven is on your mind. And this week, we're going to continue on with the series of being heavenly minded to do some earthly good. And I made a dare to you all, a dare to invoke the doors of heaven. Yes, it's a dare. I hope you did. I hope heaven did some mighty things in your life this week. We're going to look at Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 19, and we're going to look at the NET version. It says, today I invoke heaven in heaven as a witness against you that I have set life and death, blessings and curses before you. Therefore, choose life so that you and your descendants may live. Amen. What a word. What a word. Ooh, have your way today, God. This is a, a heavy word. I pray that what you have given me will touch the hearts and minds of your people. Oh, Lord, Lord. When you look at the word invoke, it means to petition for help or support 
to make a request, an earnest request for something or somebody to do something. You have been sick and tired of being sick and tired and you are ready for change. And, and, and we know what a petition is. We do it when we're not satisfied uh, with things in this society. We invoke our government. We start sending petitions. We do marches. We start social snowballing folks. If they saying things we don't like, um, we do it because we want changes in the laws when it deals with discrimination, sexism, injustices, civil rights, personal rights. We, we start invoking because we want some things. But what about invoking heaven? What will happen when we start invoking the doors of heaven to save us? To save our children, our sisters and our brothers, our neighbors, our bosses, our co-workers. To change the hearts of the minds of the politicians, the physicians, the educators, the military leaders, our pastors of the countries. What will happen when we start invoking heaven the way we do other things when we're not satisfied with the way things have gone? Y'all, heaven was silent when sin invaded the earth. It was silent for 400 years between Malachi and Matthew. And it was silent when Jesus died. And it's going to be silent one more time. And it's when sinners stand before God at the judgment throne. But right now, sisters and brothers, it is not the time for heaven to be quiet, to be silent. Heaven is waiting and it wants to hear from you. And, and when you start to study um, Deuteronomy, this book, you know, and, and, and Moses talking to the people, he is saying, choose life or choose death. It deals with the blessings and the curses of God. And in this chapter alone, out of 20 verses, heaven is mentioned four times. Moses was thinking heavenly minded. Four times it was mentioned. It deals with God circumcising our hearts so that we may love him with all our heart and soul so we can live. It is teaching us to love God, to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments, to listen to his voice, to hold close tight to him because he is life. Y'all, being heavenly minded, minded is a serious matter. It is life of death. And if we don't have it on our mind now, we're not going to be able to do anything that glorifies God. I'm afraid we've been sending up too many weak petitions to heaven. And we wonder why heaven is not answering our prayers. We praying for everything, jobs, a husband, money, peace. And it ain't nothing wrong with praying for those things. But God says, if you're seeking out the, the things that's on his mind, all these things will be added to you. Just look at his word. Look at what. Everybody was praying for in the Bible. 
the things of God, the things that mean the most to God. That's why we pray, you know, Lord, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And and, and when you begin to study this, just think about all the people in the Bible that invoked heaven doors. Just think about Abraham when he was praying to God to spare his nephew's Lot's life. Or the instances, many instances of Israel crying out to God to rescue them, to save them after they had gone astray. Even Elijah, he prayed to God and let it rain. And it didn't rain for three days. What about Hezekiah when he asked God to give him a little more time on the earth? And God said, I'm going to show you a sign. I'm going to make the shadow move back 10 times because that's what Hezekiah said. And think about the Hebrew boys in the forest fire. Surely heaven was being invoked. And look at Daniel in the lion's den. Am I getting your attention? I have dared you to invoke heaven's doors. Just think about Elijah when he told him to God to open the eyes of the servants so he could see that it was more for them than it was against us. And then he told the Shammite woman to heal her child. He cried out to heaven. Or Paul and Silas in jail praising God. Sometimes all we got to do is just send a praise up and heaven will start to move. Look at the instances throughout the New Testament when Jesus, when people would ask him to help their unbelief. Y'all, heaven has invoked me to send out a call to invite you to, 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 to invoke heaven, a place where there is no more, a place of blessings, a place of, of, of promises, a place of healing of love, of joy, of peace, all our provisions, our protection, and our blessings. I am sending out the call. I am sending out a war cry. I am daring you that ask God to move. Heaven has so much to offer, and it's just waiting anxiously for you to just Knock on the door. I know you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, but what are you doing about it? We didn't call everybody else up and, you know, send out a call. I got to call my mama. I got to call my daddy. I got to call the bank. I got to call my best friend. I got to call my prayer partner. But when are you going to send up a call? When are you? going to pray and ask for heaven blessings for yourself. It is so easy to do. And we get, we think we got to stay in prayer for 30 minutes to invoke heaven. But the scripture tells us that God hears our call. Sometimes it ain't even got to be with words. It's with our heart. I have to preach heaven to remind you that the best is yet to come and that this trouble won't have, won't last always. We have to realize that heaven is for real. And if you believe that, 
you'll start calling up those things in heaven that it can come down here and reach earth. It's there waiting. I have to preach because the word reminds me that the burdens of life that's weighing us down right now, the suffering we're going through, the sickness, the sorrows, that if we're in a relationship with Jesus, we can endure to the end. We can hold out. We can hold on. But I have to tell you that heaven is for real and that heaven has to be on your mind. It is something that God put on my heart to do. He is waiting. He is waiting for you to call. I am preaching because of the joy that we will one day experience when there will be no more weariness, no more tiredness, no more times of wanting to give up. I'm talking about daring you to call on heaven's doors. Not. He's waiting. That's what his word says. He says, if you knock, he will open the door and come in and sit with you. Dwight L. Moody says, a little faith will bring your soul to heaven, but a lot of faith will bring heaven to your soul. This is heaven talking, y'all. Are you listening? Do you hear what God is saying? Do you? I can't imagine what heaven is like when it's quiet, when there's no rejoicing, when no, there's no prayers been sitting up for God to answer, when there's no miracles going forth, when there's no prophetic word going out, when there's no healing in the land. That is heaven being silent. And it's quiet. And we wonder what's going on. We always saying that we wonder if God is really listening. But what kind of prayers, what kind of call are you sending up to heaven for God to hear you? What kind of praise are you sending out? We talk about when praises go up, blessings come down. Some of us don't even praise him anymore. We do a little cute praise. Hallelujah here. Thank you. And only because the preacher is saying it. But it's time out for those prayers that are selfish. It's time out for those calls of woe is me. It is time out. Or it's just wait for heaven to do something when heaven is waiting for us to do something. And sometimes God is just, he's going to, I always use the analogy, we have his hands tied. Some of us have been, including me, God tells, he's told me today, he said, I'm not holding your hand anymore. It's time for you to, like the child, to get up and start taking those steps and get your knees bruised, get back in the game. It's time for you to start invoking heaven about the real things in life, about changing the atmosphere, about changing our, 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 our communities that are dying. I've been watching so many movies lately of our young ladies using their bodies because they think there's no other way 
to get money, to make a difference, to help their children. Or so many young men pulling up a gun or selling drugs or, or using women, their bodies to, to make a difference in their life. The sex trafficking, it is time out for us being silent, for us not reaching heaven's door, for not being serious about the things that are concerning God. The way this, the things are going in life, we still can make a difference. There is still hope, but we got to be heaven-minded to do so. We got to petition heaven as if somebody life depended on it. Not just our life, but the lives that God put in our put in the forefront. We've been quiet too long, y'all. That's why my dare has been this call, this preaching, because I'm trying to, to get others to understand the power of invoking God to change what's going on. You know, some of us only want this virus to end so we can get back to the to the old way of things, to the old way of thinking. But I think it's lingering because God says, Mm-mm, it's time for a change. It's time for something better. It is time for something new. We can't go back to the way it used to be, y'all. We just can't. Life is, is, as we see it, it seems like time is going faster and it seems like people are, are dying in drones quicker than I've seen in my lifetime. So it's time out for being so worried about what's going on on the earth. We have to be concerned about what's going on with the soul of the people who are around us who God has put for us to touch. You know, he tells us in Psalms 102 and 17 that he will listen to the prayers of the destitute. He will not reject their pleas. God is listening to all of us. Heaven is waiting. It's waiting for another person to say, yes, God, I'll do your will. He's waiting for another person to say, yes, Lord, come into my heart to save me. He's saying, yes, Lord, I will go beyond where you want me to go. I'll come out of my comfort zone. I'll do what you have called me to do. This is heaven minded. Psalm 66, 17 and 20 says, but God did listen. He paid attention to my prayer. Praise God who did not ignore my prayer or withdraw his unfailing love for me. Y'all, God is listening. He is attentive to our prayers, to our pleas, to our praises. But are we doing it? We sit in the house and we worry ourselves sick. We having strokes and heart attacks all because we don't give it to God. We don't take it to God in prayer. 
we can, and, and, and like Moody said, that faith of, of believing and trusting that if I just call out to heaven, heaven will feed my soul. It will change the situation. It will change me. God is listening. And thank God that the scripture said he does not stop loving me. He's waiting. He is waiting. Heaven is waiting to bless you. Heaven is waiting to hear from you. Look at the examples that I gave all throughout of the different people. And there's more. It is so many more. Many of us have had instances where when we cried to God, he heard our despairing cry. We can testify that heaven heard our prayer. We've seen the miracles time and time again. When we, it says when the righteous pray, when they lay hands, healings happen, miracles happen. Don't you want to experience a miracle from heaven? To see that child change, to come back off drugs, that that child to get out of out of jail to change their life, that child to come out of prostitution, drugs, anything that's separating them from God. But we got to invoke heaven. We got to make a war cry. We got to cry out, hallelujah, God. Lord, I need you to come into this house today. I need you to change me so my marriage can change. I need to change need you to change me so my children can change. I need you to change me so my job can change. I need you to change me, God, that my finances will change. We have to cry out. We have to send a war cry. We're in a battle. It's a life and death situation. This is why Moses spoke to the people in this 30th chapter. He told them, he says, I'm invoking heaven as a witness against you. It's your choice to choose life, death, blessings, or cursings. But if you choose Jesus, you will live. You will have that life more abundantly. You will have peace that surpasses all understanding. You will have joy like no other. The joy that the world gave and the, the world didn't give and the world can't take it away. You will have even the desires of your heart if they line up with the will of God. So my sisters and my brothers, I dare you to invoke the doors of heaven because it helps us when we are being heavenly minded and able to do some earthly good. Amen. Amen. Pray for me. My throat been a little sore. It's, they put these floors in and dust everywhere and and uh, I just thank God. I thank God for using me.
to remind you that our wounds and our heartaches will be healed. Y'all, heaven has no tears in heaven. And we, we just got to send up a petition, invoke. We have got to preach Jesus. We've got to teach Jesus. Because it's time for a change. So I hope that what I'm saying is encouraging you. I pray that God is doing only what God is doing because I love me some Jesus. I really do. I really, really love Jesus. And we're going to finish up um, next week with the series of being heavenly minded so we can do some earthly good. Because guess what, y'all? We living to live again. I know I am. I'm living my life to live again because I know it is something better on the other side. So next week, read my friend Job verses 14 and 14. We're going to look at Job because he's going to say, can man live again? Yes, he can. You can find us on Facebook. Instagram, Google, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Buzzsprout. Y'all continue to please share, continue to encourage me. Tell a friend, tell a stranger, tell somebody. And next, and then next month, um, we're gonna give out those gift cards, Amazon, Walmart, and Visa on Wednesday, February the first. And y'all, in April, I'm going live. We will be going live. I'm going to try to set up my, uh, what you call it, uh, uh, YouTube. I'm nervous because I don't like being live, but we're going to do it. I'm going to be obedient to God. I've been trying to hold out as long as I could, but we're going to go live. Y'all going to be able to see us on social media, not Facebook. But on YouTube, <laughs> I might share to Facebook, but it ain't going to be live on Facebook. But y'all, I just want to thank y'all for joining this podcast um, every week. Thank you for your input. Thank you for your prayers. And just know there is a new episode uploaded every Thursday morning starting at 6 a.m. And remember... My sisters and my brothers, it takes grace to make it. And oh yeah, y'all, I go back to work on the 24th. So thank you for your continued prayers. I'm still in the booth, but I'm moving around much better. So continue to pray for this sister right here. I love y'all. And it ain't nothing you can do about it. Bye. See y'all next week.